0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to another edition of the Diggy A2 podcast. I'm your host, Rob D, BKA Rob Diggy aka Rob D in the place to be now as you all can see my background uh is paying homage to the one that we're gonna be talking about in this particular episode in season three uh which is the new golden era and this gentleman had a huge part in the new golden era and that is Uh, Percy Miller, a.k.a. Master P, and I got to say it one time. uh, I got to get it one time out of my soul, man, so I'm excited. I got my No Limit shirt on, No Limit background, and No Limit did so much for hip-hop and Southern hip-hop in particular that I had to reach out. And get a very, very special guest. Uh, in fact, this brother is a No Limit alumni. He's taking time out of his busy schedule to come on and talk with me, to pay homage to Pete. And I'm going to bring this brother in. He needs no introduction uh, for what his contributions have been to hip hop. And this is you all, Mr. Young Bleed himself in the building. So, Young Bleed, my brother, was good. Talk to the people, man. What's happening?
1: Uh, man, I'm chilling like a villain, man, keeping it going on, keeping it going strong, man. Um, Once again, it's an honor and a pleasure you having me back on, man. I really appreciate that. And definitely um, the salute to um, Master P and No Limit, man. That's real speed, real talk, real walk right there, man. It's- Salute, man. No,
0: thank thank you, brother. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm presenting to you all Young Bleed. This is a, a, a no limit alumni on the show with me right now. This is this is major. This is kind of major right now. You know what I mean? So, uh, But first, what I'm going to do, Bleed, is I'm going to run down some accolades about P first, and then we're going to jump into our discussion. Uh, so you guys, if you all did not know, Master P, Uh, Built No Limit with $10,000 in his pocket and built an empire. One of the very first empires um, in hip hop. So I got some some huge stats here to lay out for y'all real quick. Uh, Master P is a one-time American Music Award winner. He was presented last year at the BT Hip Hop Awards with the I Am Hip Hop. Uh, I think it was the Lifetime Achievement Award last year. Uh, so the three, the four albums that we're gonna be talking about in this particular time period from 1995 to 1999 are the ones you see behind me. So the first one up is, actually you don't see the first one. First one is Ice Cream Man, released in April 96. Uh, platinum Cells that had uh, Ice Cream Man, Break them Off, Something, No More Tears, Bowed About It, two uh and then there was the i'm about a soundtrack which was young bleed was a part of that as well released in may of 1997 uh has the the meal ticket what you think how you do that if i could change mia x song much love and ride for you a three-time platinum album released from the label and then he released ghetto d or ghetto dope uh released in september 1997. uh that one had ghetto d i miss my homies makeup say uh his signature song Past the Green, and my, my favorite song, and one of my favorite songs of P was the very last song on that album, which was Burbis and Lax. That's one of my favorite ones. Three times yeah. platinum, four mics from the Source magazine. And then he released The Last Dawn uh, in June of 98, which is his most successful album as a uh, solo artist. Four times platinum, double oh, disc artist. back in the day for him, Fifth Bleed. He got uh, two work, uh, Dead and Gone with Bone Thurs, Thinking About You and Mia X, Ghetto Love. And then the last one was released in October 99, which was Only God Can Judge Me, which was a double platinum album. Now, one of the most important significant numbers I wanna throw out to our listeners is the number 57. This Man and No Limit released 57 albums in the five years between 1995 to 1999. And in the covenant year, of hip hop 1998 his no limit label released 24 albums all of them had at least 100,000 in sales this man is a legend in regards to hip hop entrepreneurship there's no denying that so yeah, man. getting all that stuff out the way blee my first question to you my brother is what is masterpiece significance to hip hop in your eyes
1: Oh man <clears throat> I say it like this. I always tell him. I say, "Say, man, you one of the greatest entrepreneurs that, <laughs> that I know, man. As far as um his business et- uh, ethics and his work ethic, man, is incredible. I had a chance to work with him a few times in, in and out the studio and just being around. So, um, definitely for the South, man, and into the world, man, um, yeah. definitely a guy to be reckoned with." and you can't overlook look and um, oversee in that sense of the word. So yeah, just so many thoughts come to mind, but a phenomenal work ethic, man, absolutely.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that when you were there, um, I just think of the roster of talent that he had <laughs> at that time when you were there. It's just yep. unprecedented. I mean, Mr. Swervon, Skullduggery, Mia X, he, if you all didn't know, he was able to sign Snoop Dogg, which was the biggest, um free agent signing of a hip-hop rap of a hip-hop star at that time there was no way mm-hmm. that snoop was gonna leave no limit and he yeah. i mean leave uh death yeah, row yeah. and he went to no limit like it's just it's just crazy what this man has done mystical i mean the list goes yeah. can't enable like i can go on and on and on and on uh young bleed i mean come on now like this man built that roster uh that was unprecedented so bleed what could what we think about those times when you were with the label, what are some of the your favorite memories from you in your no limit days?
1: Oh man, um actually, you know, my signing, um going from Baton Rouge and um to California and, and signing with Priority Records and um the summer of 97, right when the about movie and soundtrack was bubbling, I was blessed and um honored to be a part of that. And um just you know. From that, the rest was history, man. We um shot the how you do that That video. No one really kind of gave me the concept of what it was gonna be. I knew what I wanted to be from, wanted it to be from a street hood and yeah. thought I'd probably shoot it, you know, locally in my town just to show my uprise. But once right. they grabbed a hold of it and priority put their hands into it, I went to sleep one night in California, woke up in Malibu, but <laughs> woke up to Malibu the next day. I believe it was in Malibu and we shot the video, rest in peace to Aunt Tiny. Um, Zeus, you know, Debo Lister, yeah, Deebo, man. man,
0: no doubt, no doubt. That's the day
1: I met him. So I woke up to a phenomenal day, man, maybe a Saturday morning or something. And um, uh, it was a raft that we had to use to get to the yacht, you know, what I mean, uh, yeah. a mansion, a Bentley. So everything was right there that, um, you know, to put that video together and as big as it became, you know, a yeah. bus, you know, three buses full of girls and everything. So dawn Perry in the morning, so being about. 22, 23 years old. Yeah, that was mind blowing for me yeah. all in the day. You know what I'm saying? And we shot yeah. that video in one day. And like I say, having the honor to meet Debo, man, and him being a part of it, you know, let me know things was real, as well as getting off the plane in California for the first time and walking in them doors in priority. All on the spent the P, man. So, yeah. um, Shouts out here again,
0: P man. And um no, no limit. Doubt, my man. No doubt. That's a lot to take in for a 23-year-old young man. You know what I mean? That's a lot to take in, you know what I mean? And and uh I, th- I think that's dope, man. That's dope. Um, you know, I don't have any grand stories like that, you know what I mean? I'm just a just a <laughs> I was just a young cat trying to find my way into this business, you know what I mean? But uh I I I'm a huge fan of P. Uh my favorite album yeah. of his actually is Ghetto Dope. Um that was one of my favorite to me, that was his his signature album to me. Like I and I love the I'm about to soundtrack too. So to me they're both like on equal playing field. Uh but okay. Ghetto D to me was when that was when I think the world took notice of Master P and No Limit when right. Ghetto D came out. Because that was with the makeup say, I miss my homies. Yeah. Like those are big, big songs. And yeah. Yeah. that's what really took uh Master P and No Limit to the stratosphere. So my next question, Bleed, is when did you know as a no limit artist um that you were part of something bigger than yourself. When did you when did you come to that realization as an artist or being a part of the of the movement? Like when did you look around and say, damn, man, like this is this is some big shit I'm a part of right now? Like when did when did that realization sink in for you?
1: Um, them, them them first early trips to California. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't smoke, I wouldn't drink, everything was going so fast. So it was maintaining myself, staying focused and not, not getting ahead of myself. Yeah. So just that bigger than life, everything I had kind of saw. On TV, from from the Hollywood sign to the stars on Hollywood Boulevard, it was all around me, man. So grasping that so fast, getting all only a break to go um to the top of the roof and think of what decision I was gonna make, what I was gonna sign, not gonna sign. But all that was happening at the same time. And the break part, we will see people making movies on the side of the street. You know what I mean? <laughs> we start with real life incidents to the year cutting. Everybody, you don't see the audience. Everybody a few feet away is clapping. Yeah. So that whole yeah. introduction to um, California for me, i you know California roots, but I didn't start going out there till like the late nineties. Yeah. Uh, other than family, so that whole um that whole uprising man uh, was just like I say, it's mind blowing um overall, and just you know walking in the hall of pride and you see the um NWA plaques, you see the Chronic plaque, you see Jay Z, Reasonable Doubt. Let me know, yeah, it is bigger than me. I'm really in the game, and from there I never look back.
0: That's what's up, man. That's that's an incredible story, man. And I just love uh, to be honest with you, Bleed. I just like listening, sitting back and listening to your stories, man. (laughs) I like listening to your stories, man, because you got so many of them. Because you've been in the game so long, like and you and you and you worked under uh, uh, you know Master P, and you were there at the pinnacle years of when they were the most famous and made the most money, and and it's just a a crazy, incredible ride uh, and and an incredible story (laughs) that Master P uh, was able to uh, provide for hip hop and provide for for southern. Hip hop in particular because I'm from the South as well, and we all knew about P before he was P. Like he was Mr. Ice Cream Man. I remember listening to Ice Cream Man um on the radio. We were like, Man, who's this dude, man? Talking about ice cream or whatever, and not knowing the putting the, the correlation together that he was talking about, you know, selling, you know, selling drugs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I didn't yeah, I didn't put those yeah. two together as a young type. Uh, but down yeah. the road, I'm like, oh, okay, that's what he meant. Okay, okay, now I've I got it. Done, but you know, we were like, who this dude, man? Like but it's it's yeah. so crazy uh, to fast forward yeah. now in 2021 and still give you know P his flowers as he's here because he opened up so many doors for so many individuals, man. So, um, yeah, man. so with that in mind, believe um, just give the audience a little bit about what is something that you pulled from P to bring to your entertainment business now. So, in, in regards to Master P, you mentioned his his work ethic. So, what about his business acumen? What are some of those things, those traits that you pulled from him? To pull into your entertainment biz now.
1: Well, when I'm saying work ethic, I'm uh, really speaking both ways. Yeah. Um. Maybe even more less as an artist. You see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. And him being more of a businessman, controlling the ship, keeping everything in order, and getting these records out to the public at a mass, on a mass scale, at an alarming rate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just seeing that part of being serious about business. Nobody was climbing around. If you walked into I describe it like this when I first walked into um the No Limit office on Carpet Boulevard when they were based out of Baton Rouge, it looked like a Muslim classroom to me. You see what I'm saying? At the yeah. table, everybody was with a pen and pad rocking back and forth. Looked like the little Muslim boys reading the Quran. Yeah. But in that effort to race to get on. Those- those records. And I guess he chose whatever was the best or whoever fit on those records. Yeah. And, and like you speak, um the you know, phenomenally um 24 records one year, 57 seven records, you know what I mean? 57 records in a, yeah. a five year span. Yeah. So that give you the um the the the, the you know the, the imaginary basis of what you know what type of guy this was. Everybody else would go home in the middle of the night. And he'll um, catch a red eye and be in California the next morning, turning the next record. Well, you know, a video, lights, cameras, action, and the shows, the tours. So just watching him work, um, his success, being able to go to a couple of houses that he owned, and yeah. saw the benefits of it. So that was a dream come true for me for far as my rap dream. And one day making a living off of it, he was like, the, um, in one sense, the salsa to me on um on Scarface, you see what yeah. I'm saying? That's all a yeah. man could ask for. So what What other life would you choose? You know what I mean? You can yeah. do what you wanna do, say what you wanna say and make a grand living off of it. Yeah, it was a dream come true? And I believe I speak for everybody when I say that, walking into that world and with his darn print on and giving us access, man, so here again, yeah.
0: Absolutely, man, absolutely. I, I, I think that's incredible. I also think that um, one of the things that you mentioned as you were describing that piece was, you know, having everybody make sure everybody's working and moving and going towards a, a certain goal. I think he's yeah. mind state at the time in his late nineties was, you know, world domination. And brother, brother was putting out tapes. Like, Man, I remember buying the, the CDs, Bleed, man. Like every other week, it's like a damn No Limit CD was coming out. And I was buying them, buying them, buying them, buying them, buying them. Like, dang, man. Like, I couldn't keep up.
1: Not every week, man. If not every week, like you say, every other week. Shit, I it was
0: damn close. Not every week, but it was goddamn close, but It was, oh. <laughs> it was goddamn oh. close, boy. But... <clears throat> I tell you, man. But all right, uh, bleed. Two more questions. Another one I have is Beast by the Pound. Talk about your relationship yeah. with the Beast by the Pound and that production, the sound of No Limit. What, what do you? How would you describe the sound of Beast by the Pound uh, when it um, came well, to that signature sound of No Limit?
1: Well, first and um, um, first and and, and, and fourth note, um, they all my brothers single handedly. Then they formed the Mighty Voltron. When you're talking Beast by the Pound, you're yeah. talking K. L. Moby Dick. Um, Dale, Craig, B, and you know, so on, so far. Yeah. Um, individually, we all all had good, you know, and still have good repertoire with each other, but working with them incredibly. I didn't work with them individually, so I know what KL do, I know what Moby do, and so on, you know, Craig being the other guy. Yeah, but um, just being able to really be a part and really not so much, it was kind of short lived in that sense. Um, yeah. They produced maybe three if four tracks on My Balls and My Word, and we never had nothing really publicized after that. And okay. within that gambit of records, um, one of the tracks was actually rest in peace to on Chad Pimp C Butler was a Pimp C track. Yes, sir. So when the world yes, looking Pimp at my record, yes, yeah, he produced, um, what's the name of the song, Bring the Noise on that, Pimp C yep. produced that track. Oh, okay, so,
0: okay, okay.
1: Yeah, so Mo Money and um, uh, Time So Hard and maybe one other I may be missing. Um, but I think those three records in particular, you know, I got from Beats By The Pound, everything else was having Perez concentration count. You know what I mean? Yeah. So <clears throat> he produced like about 85 or so percent of that record. Then at the last portion of it, we decided to add some Beats By The Pound production to it. So those were the two joints for show sure. More Money, Time So Hard, which the video uh, was included. Mm-hmm. and what I originally thought was a Beats by the Pound track was really pimp seek So, but being around, uh, me and Snoop did a record when Snoop first came down, that's an unreleased record. And I'm sure it's a few other records we may have done that, that got yet to be published. But mm-hmm. yeah, but just every time, massive, monster, out the trunk sound, man. There was no yeah. signature straight for that. You know yeah, what and I mean? Yeah,
0: they're straight like that, man. And, uh, and, uh, and they had the signature sound and you could hear it throughout pretty much all the No Limit albums, kind of had like that signature heavy bass, heavy 808s, and some, uh, some, some, some you know, you could tell it was a, a, a Beast by the Pound track if you were listening to it, man. So their, their signature, their footprint was all over No Limit. And I think yeah. that P, I think P, you know, that's kind of how uh, you know a lot of uh, big-time labels were doing that, making production teams. You know what I'm saying? They picked yeah, out the best yeah, producers in their area at the time, put them together on a team, and, yeah, you know, and, and have them produce all the records. And it's nothing, nothing. So, uh, we, I think it's a little bit different nowadays. You know what I'm saying? But during that time, that yeah, was yeah. a formula that worked during, during the 90s, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah,
1: so, yeah, period. Yeah, period. man. And even still something to this day, you know, it's a lot of individual guys. But, you know, I'm a guy that link up. I do my own individual thing but I link up with, with, with you know, producers throughout the world. So you never know, you got, you know, your beat packs and your beat crews here, then you got the solo dolo guys, I'm yep. show, you know. Maybe they got have them. an engineer, too, that helps them, you know, get it off the ground. But yeah, but phenomenal sound, super clean, and bass friendly all day, man. All day,
0: all day. You know how we do in the South, all day. All day, man, hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, Bleed. one last question, man, then we're gonna start closing things out. So when you think about Master P and his legacy, Um, What's your favorite album of P in his catalog? Which one would you pull Um, out right now and listen to and route out to, if you could, out of his catalog?
1: um, I was trying to say this earlier when you was mentioning uh, his records. Where it start for me is 99 Ways to Die.
0: Okay, okay,
1: okay. My little brother, Lucky Knuckles, man, of the concentration camp and Carly Young family, he brought me P tape one day, the 99 Ways to Die, and that's when I, focused in on P and paid attention to him with, no, uh, with no thought that we'll meet in the near, near future and start working together. You know, yeah. I knew about, it. I started learning about his evolution from California back into the south, well, the south to Cal and back. Right. So, you know, just being a, a rap or a music connoisseur, you know, I do the documentaries and all that, whatever I could start study and learn about any artist that I'm interested in. No I started to do my homework and our research. And from 99 Ways to Die, I just saw him bubble up until, you know, eventually he made his way to us and we bubbled up together from that, man. So, yeah, that that would have to be an idea everything else in the past, but I go back to just like any other, um, especially rap or any other artist. I like to start at the beginning yeah. and, and take that journey with you. So for me, yeah, 99 Ways to Die was my favorite in the beginning P-Rock. <clears throat>
0: That's what's up, man. And if I remember correctly, man, Bleed got me on the spot. I think 99 Ways to Die came out in 93.
1: Yeah, Boy, somewhere man. like that. Sing it's
0: about 90, yep. 93, 94. Um, but it was one of his early, early tastes. That was when he was telling
1: the tapes out of the out of trunk of his car. Out man. The, trunk. the ghetto trying to kill, man. All that. Yeah, yeah
0: man. Like, down. yeah. <laughs> man, man, but that's crazy. But bleed, thank you so much, my brother. Like in all seriousness, thank you uh for spending time this afternoon, hanging out with me and showing uh sharing your knowledge and sharing your stories with our fans. Um, I'm so excited to have you on board and paying homage to uh the one and only Percy Millen, aka Master P. Uh Bye. but what we've been doing, Bleed, is for season three, we've been paying homage. Uh, to George Floyd and the memory of George Floyd and all those that we have lost due to social injustice. So if you could join me Uh, in an eight-second moment of silence, and then we'll go into the shout-out portion here. Just one second. Amen. Let that man's soul continue to rest in peace. Absolutely. And to All the other ones that we have lost through the social injustice. So, young bleed, uh, the floor is yours, sir. Who are your shout-outs going to this week, man?
1: Um, first of all, you know, I want to give a shout-out to um George Floyd, Rest in Peace and His Family. Um, sure. I had the honor and the privilege of meeting his brother PJ, which is a good friend of um my cousin silk Slim that runs the Stop the Killing campaign out there in baton Rouge, in mm-hmm. time with their family. Um so shouts out to the whole um George Floyd family, man. Y'all keep y'all heads up and everybody else that's been uh politically incorrect, been, done done something, you know, um real. Um uh, I'm trying to say the reverse word, um, you know, did, did real social injustice. That Just tell been, her
0: how I feel, brother. Tell her how yeah, I feel,
1: Shit. You know, a lot <laughs> mine, man. I had the honor to go out and um to Milwaukee, man, a few months back and i uh, did the protest march for Jacob Blake. So yeah. you know what I mean. Um, I wish him a a, 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 a quick recovery. Absolutely. In that sense, you know, it, it's so much when you mention that. But just anybody, man, we can go back to Trayvon before Trayvon and so on, and so forth. So my heart yeah. and prayers go out to everybody that's suffering in that sense and had had to have the um the endurance or uh, 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 I had to endure that more. Ralph, right? I'm gonna yeah, say it like absolutely. that. Absolutely. Know, yes, sir. You know. Shouts out to the world, man, the Young family. Right. You know, the whole trap entertainment, man. Shouts out to y'all. No out, the Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Back to the origins, man. So it's 360 degrees um, with me. I appreciate y'all for having me again, family. Much love, respect, and continue to be God-blessed. You hear me?
0: Hey, no doubt, Bleed. And thank you so much, brother. My shout-out to Short. My first shout-out goes to you, uh, Trapdoor you Entertainment. Uh, we can hopefully have a partnership down the road. If anybody want to come on and, and come hang out with me on the podcast, uh, I, I, my door is open to you, my brother. And so I'm so right blessed on, to have man. you. Shout-out to right. my boy Chris, uh, CWK. If he's listening and yeah, watching, shout-out shout to, to CWK. Right, for Putting this yeah. all together, man, he does all the stuff behind yeah. the scenes for us. Had a conversation with CWK on Sunday. The brother was snowed in in Denver, man. I said, Damn, bro, that's a problem I do not want to wow. have, dog.
1: <laughs> yeah, weird weather, man. Unpredictable, truly unpredictable weather in Denver, uh, man. I
0: can't believe I can't, I can't, I can't, man. I can't do it. But shout out to Chris, man. Much love to Chris for her. That's, that's that's my brother, guy,
1: brother. Uh, yeah, and brother.
0: Our brother. shout out to Master P uh, and No Limit, what they've done for hip hop, hip hop culture. Uh, definitely. The and yes, uh my last shout out of the course goes to my family and the queen uh queen Jess, my wife who does everything for me in the background. I bleed, I'll tell you. Uh I cannot do anything without her, man.
1: Like she's Hey is, man, that's all backbones, that's man. You got to You got to have one, man. You can't Got to have it a
0: rock, on. man. Mm-hmm. Got to have that rock to keep you grounded, Nick. you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, she she's she saw the business uh, acumen of this uh, this venture. Uh, yeah. I did not, I, I'm doing it for the love of the game and she saw the business right. side. So we'll, we'll see where it goes.
1: But thank you, Blee, for Yo, spending time so with good. us. Next Let week, Let me say you guys... they'll we get out of here. Let no, go ahead, what? brother, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, free C murder, man. Word. Free Mac. I heard Mac probably coming home soon, and you know they working on C case and free BG man for the record. I had to absolutely, say that. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Hope them brothers get home safe, man, and, and soon. And uh, absolutely to to your point, yes, absolutely. Free C murder, free everybody, man. I uh, yeah. hope that this social injustice can uh, injustice or uh, criminal in, uh reform rather can get yeah. a little better here in the United States, man. So we'll hopefully right. have them brothers come home real soon, man. No doubt, Absolutely. no question. Yeah. All right, you guys, next week, we got The Roots Crew going to Philadelphia next week for The Roots Crew, talking about The Roots. Uh, but that's all we have for this week. So shout out to all of our followers, supporters, and fans. And of course, and as always, shout out to hip hop, hip hop music, hip hop culture. All right, y'all be easy, to stay safe on One hundred, Peace.